you don't choose the mountains the mountains chose you i never knew that i had the strength i had the skill set i had what it took i felt like this was it i knew that i don't belong there in the first place and after that i felt like it's time for me to move you've learned from your previous experience and you've prepared yourself well to succeed next year this is episode 13 of dream 100 show with naresh raju welcome to the dream 100 show listeners i am your host savita hosamani each week we interview today's most successful and inspiring business owners with winning teams who share their exciting business stories of growth with their evolving products or services and built brand loyalty join us as we bring you everything that goes on in the minds of successful business owners during their brand building process and gain insights to creating successful strategies in today's episode we talk to naresh raju who is the founder of outdoors beckon mountaineer and an athlete he found his calling in the mountains and started his journey of scaling both inner and outer heights so let's get set to hear it out from him right here right now welcome to dream 100 show naresh super excited to have you here thank you so much i am more excited than you are i am thrilled to be on this show awesome we will be drawing parallels between how a business works and how mountaineering works you are an entrepreneur as well so you will sure. be able to relate to few of these uh, aspects as well let's uh, start it as a story when somebody wants to start mm-hmm. a business they sure. have an idea a business idea it. and then the ideation starts from there so here mm. how did the ideation for you to get into mountaineering start look i had no idea that i was going to come down this path like a lot of things in life right like you don't choose them they choose you even in a spiritual path spiritual journey you don't choose your master your master chooses you the same way in mountaineering there is a saying that you don't choose the mountains the mountains chose you and savita even to date i have no idea why all of this is happening and where i'm headed i'm just getting goosebumps even now as i'm talking about it it seems like this is what was supposed to happen this was my path that i was supposed to take i'm already getting goosebumps right now i used to work for a corporate the first ever himalayan trek that i went to was to everest base camp and for a long time i did not even realize that exactly after 9 months for no obvious reason i quit my job oh i can feel that pounding in my heart even now right now i had this feeling that it was time for me to move nothing was obvious i didn't know why i didn't know what what i was going to do after i felt like this was it i knew that i don't belong there in the first place and after that i felt like it's time for me to move and after a long time i realized that exactly after 9 months from the trek i quit my job so which means i feel like it was symbolic of a new birth of a new journey of a new life 
and that is how it all started and all of a sudden out of nowhere somewhere around 2012 i started to get a very strong calling from the mountains anywhere i go i just see everest everywhere and it was a very very strong inner feeling i definitely did not understand what was happening at the moment and for some time i also ignored i did not take it seriously and i was at the back of my head it was constantly playing like and there was constant you know evidence that anywhere i go there was some kind of a communication happening to me from the mountains and then there came a point where i said enough is enough i'm going to pursue it that is how it all got got started and i feel like it is still in the process of getting started it's it feels so fresh it feels awesome. like i'm just getting started now that's awesome again uh, coming back to a business see uh, this usually happens uh, when somebody gets a business idea so they get super excited about it and then uh, they start off uh, with the planning stage and uh, everything uh, goes on uh, to a map they start writing okay this is how this is what uh, how the product initiation or uh, service whatever it is they start sure. planning out uh, in phases okay this uh, these are the goals that we are going to set and this is what we are going to achieve and the execution the team everything is laid out so since you sure. say that you didn't have any particular thought Superb then question. how did uh, the steps uh, start coming in the process of uh, planning preparation and execution superb question like many people i started from ground zero and the moment i made the decision that i will be pursuing mountaineering i knew that i have to equip myself with the necessary skills necessary knowledge necessary experience for me to do this on a long run so what i did was i didn't know abcd of mountaineering so i took the old school way i joined a mountaineering course i looked out for the best of the mountaineering institutes in the country available and i did my basic mountaineering course and then later on i did my advanced mountaineering course and then i started my mountaineering journey just to gain an insight like mountaineering course meaning do they take you to the mountains and actually make you climb absolutely so this is a 30 days roughly about 26 to 30 days in house course just like these institutes are run by you know army personals they the course is divided into two segments theory and practicals for the theory part you will stay within the campus of the institute which the ratio if i have to break it down it's about 40 60 40% theory and 60% practicals they will teach you things in theory and after that they will actually take you up to the mountains the actual mountains where they will create an opportunity for you to practice everything that you have learned so that things that you are learning is embedded into your muscle memory in a stronger fashion awesome since you were not working also at that time i'm sure mm-hmm. if you wanted to pursue mountaineering sure just like in business we need uh, an investment like after the business Absolutely. plan is done investment mm-hmm. investors have to come in or you actually start uh, funding from your own resources so Correct. how did you actually gather the resources when you started off uh, funding in terms of funding i am asking 
Correct. So uh, in, in terms of funding, uh, to do my mountaineering courses, luckily these mountaineering courses are at a very subsidized price. It doesn't cost much. Maybe about 4,000, 5,000 bucks is what they charge. To do the course, it was easy. That was the easiest part. But mountaineering as such is a very, very expensive sport. Everything in mountaineering is expensive, right from your gear to logistics to travel to everything. Because any of the, all the mountains are in remote locations. For anybody who's you know traveling from the plane, the expenses begin right from where they are, right from the training, right from right from the training to nutrition to to buying the gears to everything, especially for Everest where you need anywhere between 25 to 30, 35 lakhs to climb the mountain. They say the hardest part to climb Everest is mobilizing money. <laughs> <laughs> so for me, uh, I have definitely, I'm, 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 uh, I, so I'm a hustler by nature. I believe in doing the grind, doing the work. So I pretty soon discovered that trait in me only because of my mountaineering hustle. So I reached out to a lot of people and I was able to uh, show value and convince a lot of people about what I'm doing and why they must invest into expeditions such as climbing Mount Everest or climbing any of the mountains, so to say. So I was uh, definitely fortunate to be funded by the state government and also many private sponsors. Wow. And over and above all of this, I still have to put in a lot of my personal money into the climb. Okay, so that means that you had the goal of climbing the Everest from day one. Or was it an aspirational? So like I would just come back to business. See, even in business, uh, people say that I want to earn a million dollars or so. They mm. start with small steps. They start with uh, having a few small goals. So we make it smart goals. Did you also have these uh, small goals and then uh, Everest being the top aspiration goal, should I say? For me, the beginning of my mountaineering aspiration began with Everest. To me, the aspiration of climbing mountains began with Mount Everest. So it's a very mysterious thing. I don't know why even to the day. So when I started off, for me, I just wanted to climb Mount Everest. In fact, for a very long time, I didn't know the names of many of the mountains. I didn't know the mountain ranges. I didn't know. My knowledge was absolutely limited, very much limited to Mount Everest itself. That is how my personal journey began. And then, and then things started to get expanded to many more things outside of Mount Everest. I think it's a very mysterious plan. I don't even know. I don't understand it even to the date. Um, you know, what is the bigger scheme of things? Maybe Mount Everest was the bait for me to be lured into mountaineering. And then my horizon started to get expanded to many other mountains and many other adventures around mountaineering. Mm -hmm. For me, it began from Mount Everest. And I thought initially, I thought that it was going to end with Mount Everest, but I've realized that that is not the case. Awesome. So we know the saying that it is not the mountain that you're conquering. You are conquering your own self. 
So what Absolutely. were the things uh, that you felt uh, like, as you said, started off with Mount Everest, but you learned a lot about other things. So in the process, like what were the learnings that you gathered? So mountaineering is an absolute mental game. All the leadership qualities that you could possess and acquire. I personally feel mountaineering is a phenomenal source for you to absolutely acquire and possess those skills. And what I conquered and I'm still in the process of conquering is a lot of breaking through a lot of my inner limitations. A lot of things that I've done, I never knew that I had the strength, I had the skill set, I had what it took for me to do a lot of things. If it was not for mountaineering, I don't think I would have realized my potential to achieve a lot of those things. I never, even in my wildest dreams, I never thought that I would sit in front of the chief minister of Karnataka and negotiate with him. I never in my wildest dreams would have thought that I would be sitting and discussing, making my pitch to the CEOs of multinational companies and, you know, the vice presidents, likes of people of that stature. And then every time you break through a limitation and then you realize that that limitation that you had was nothing more than merely a self-imposed belief. Either you have done it yourself or the, you have allowed the society and your surroundings to do it for you. And every time you break through one of those limitations, you suddenly become aware of your potential. Till then, what was, let's say, what was just a knowledge that you have unlimited potential, about persistence, about a lot of those qualities, which was nothing but just a knowledge, to me, started to become my own experience. And then naturally, you get into that zone where you, it is like an apt, absolute trip. If I've done this, what is the next thing? I think that's a very innate human thing that once you break through a certain limitation, then you become aware of the potential, the vast pool of potential that you have. And by the very nature of things, you want to access them and do more and expand more. Awesome. So in that case, I come back to business again. So even in business also, like see once a team or a, a business idea is evaluated, they acquire few customers. The first customer is hard to get. And after sure. that, they acquire some 10 customers and they would have made a sizable amount of profit. And then what happens is they again reset their goals. Because now Correct. they start understanding that, hey, we are really capable. This sure, idea is absolutely. working. So then Correct. they start expanding their uh, goals and they start stretching their limits and they start going beyond it. But at the same time, what happens is there are unknown, uh, many unknown factors because they wouldn't have anticipated uh, competition sure. or natural calamities Definitely. or uh, uh, conflicts or uh, sometimes even we see very beautiful partnerships also breaking. So these are the kind right. of uh, challenges which a growing business will face. 
so now Super. coming to mountaineering when you are also uncovering your potential i'm sure you would have faced lot of challenges see few challenges are the challenges which come from outside and there are few internal yes. challenges which goes on within you like Very sometimes true. you start questioning is it really worth it am i on the right path am i doing the right i thing? love this question i love this question this is my favorite question thank you so much for asking me this question see i mean it is this every single thing that you have said is absolutely true and it's very sometimes it is very all of us know at least intellectually we know that life is uncertain and and you have to de- we are constantly surrounded and bombarded with uncertainties it is one thing to know it intellectually it is an it is a whole different thing when everything comes crashing down on you especially very i'm very excited about the fact that you're drawing parallels between business and mountaineering because the process is the same and what you encounter and endure is the same out of nowhere you're in middle of your business and something crashes what do you do same way 2015 and 2016 two years two continuous years no i think 2014 and 2015 two continuous years there were natural calamities on everest once the the expedition was cancelled because i think 14 or 15 around 14 or 15 sherpas died in a in a in just a matter of 2 3 minutes because of an avalanche and then the next year the the everest expedition was cancelled because of an earthquake that hit the mountain this might be an extreme example but on a regular basis let's say even if you are not hit by an avalanche or if you are not hit by an earthquake every single expedition you are dependent on so many factors that you are not in control of the weather window if it if it snows if the weather turns bad continuously for 2 3 days for let's say an x number of days then your expedition is cancelled right and this definitely undoubtedly you go through a lot of disappointment in that moment and also what i feel savita is that these challenges just like in business all these challenges will expose yourself to yourself whoever you think you are or whatever you think you are your true self will be exposed during these challenges you know when these challenges for example even to 2015 when the earthquake hit nepal and in the base camp it was an absolute maddening devastation and you could see there was there were only a handful of people who went down to the site of disaster and uh, put in some work into the rescue operation and the majority of them were upset were disappointed were scared and i can understand why but still it really whoever you think you are these challenges is what will expose you it will expose you to yourself and then the attitude of winners is is the defining factor the attitude of the winners is i will get it done no matter what if not this year next year if not next year the year after and there has been numerous stories of successful entrepreneurs it took them decades for them to become successful right and the only reason why they are at the pinnacle of their success is 
because they kept at it over and over and over again in spite of all the failures in spite of all the setbacks in spite of all the challenges they kept at it they they learned from their previous experiences they understood how to prepare for example you go on a climb and you had let's say you you had given yourself just just to give you an example 7 days to climb a mountain and then the weather turned bad in those you had to cancel the expedition because the weather turned bad for two con- continuous days and you did not have enough time so what do you do you learn from that and next time give yourself more time plan your expedition not for 7 days but for 10 days you could still finish the expedition in 6 days but you've learned from your previous experience and you've prepared yourself well to succeed next year it this applies to everything it this applies to your fitness this applies to your mindset this applies to everything like you rightly said that you know sometimes you you have inner breakdowns what do you do about them you can't do anything about them in the moment you've broken down you've got to accept that even if you give up sometimes it's okay it is okay if you realize that you gave up and do you come back you analyze why did you give up was it you know did you have to put in uh, was it did you give up mentally or did you give up physically and once you're honest about these things you come back and you work on it you get mentally tough you get physically tough and then you go back and you are in a better position to succeed the next year great like as you said there is lot of uncertainty now again coming back to business see sure. even in business also as one business starts scaling up and growing once they want to scale up to a very bigger extent that is when investors come in when sure. investors come in they also take a portion of the equity because they sure. see that okay this is a winning horse so they are willing to bet on it but Correct. when it comes to mountaineering like as you said in case of a natural calamity god forbid whoever has gone up in case they don't come back something like that happens so then don't you think so if sponsors have to bet on mountaineers i am speaking mm. from the point of view of uh, uh, sponsors uh, and the mountaineers sure. because at the end of the day an investor is always thinking about his profit what is he going sure. to get out of it Definitely. what is the roi if at all i invest on this uh, particular uh, sport or activity however passionate he is um, sure. uh, like he will be having an eye on his uh, money at the end of the day Definitely. so what is the roi which sponsors can get by investing on mountaineers superb so i want to begin by saying that every investment is risky every they know they are absolutely aware that there is a certain amount of risk in their investment and i love the way you said everybody wants to bet on the winning horses and this has been my experience till now that anybody who wants to put their money down if they have to part with their money it must move them from inside and from my experience what i have understood is they are always investing on just like in business more than on the idea they invest on the business owner 
they know that this person has the capacity everybody knows that it's not a straight line everybody knows like even when you're climbing a mountain it's not a flat road there are valleys there are there are steep ascents there are peaks and then there are rocks there is water any anybody who's investing they know that all of this is there and what they purely are testing a, a wise investor is that if this guy has the capacity to do it and then they invest in you primarily that is the fundamental thing and in terms of roi oh my god this is a massive massive opportunity because this will create immense immense marketing opportunities for you know both products and services depending upon the products and services for the simple fact that you can generate tons and tons of content and real life stories now in the current situation where social media is dominating the marketing space it's a huge opportunity because eventually your customers will be able to relate to things better for the simple fact that it's real it is not something that is staged it is not something that is staged so real stories real people audience are always connecting better and that is why biggest of the companies are shifting their marketing budgets towards social media they are chasing social media influencers so on and so forth so in terms of roi it this is just an absolutely tremendous medium to to do a lot of in the marketing campaigns speared through social media content and basically storytelling real life storytelling okay let's talk about your uh, recent uh, summit which you had done from what mm. i understand from your story is that when you started off you didn't have any exposure regarding the kind of mountain terrain and the kind of yeah. challenges that you would be facing and mm. all that so but uh, gradually you started um, yes. uh, climbing up one after the other Correct. so uh, give us an insight about uh, what are the heights which you have scaled so far i've i've climbed i've climbed a couple of mountains and uh, this time i hit some 6000 meter peaks mm-hmm. you know i think uh, like i said initially the uh, when i started to climb everest i thought everest was the goal and then maybe it was everest's way of teaching me a lesson and preparing me for maybe a bigger goal for a bigger vision so this time uh, this uh, season that i went i climbed uh, two 6000 meter peaks i attempted uh, four peaks i attempted four 6000 meter peaks i was able to successfully climb two peaks in one of the peak the weather went bad and in another peak i got exhausted mm-hmm. okay so i successfully climbed two uh, 6000 meter peaks this season so now yeah, again you come back you prepare yourself and then uh, you want to go back to the mountains again i am correct uh, beginning my training from tomorrow so what is Came your back yesterday and i am i'm ready I'm, i'm ready for tomorrow all right awesome so in that case what is your uh, next uh, goal or uh, since you said 6000 meters so next what are you aiming at next uh, what i'm aiming at is to climb a 7000 meter peak 
So this peak is called Himlung Himal. So this peak is in Nepal. And uh, I think in about a month's time, less than a, less than a month, by maybe around October 10th, I would start my journey to Nepal. You know, make an attempt, take a shot at the 7,000 meter peak this season. Jan, I might uh, go and climb the highest peak of South America, which is called Aconcagua. And that is also the highest peak uh, in the world outside of Himalayas. So and what is then, the height of Himalayas and what is the height of uh, that peak? The height of uh, Aconcagua is 6,900. It's almost about 7,000 meters. Mm-hmm. And in the Himalayas, Everest is the highest peak. There are about 14 highest peaks in the, in the world. And these, all of these 14 peaks are above 8,000 meters. And all these peaks are in, in the Himalayas. Mm-hmm. So outside That's... of Himalaya, this is the highest peak. Mm-hmm. That is my plan for Jan. And then in April and May, I'm going to make my attempt to the mighty Mount Everest. Mm-hmm. So, wishing you all the best for your uh, Everest climb awesome. and uh, for all your uh, forthcoming uh, climbs. On that note, before we end, I would like to have just one question. Please. Uh, so, th- there is no end for scaling up the mountains. So, what sure. you uh, climb one and then you say, I finished 6,000, 7,000 and then you say, I've covered all the 14. So, how long will this go on? Like even uh, coming back to business because even in business, we have something called as the exit route. So, what is the exit route for a mountaineer? I, I don't think there is an exit route. Just like any real entrepreneur will never stop they will just like how they exit from one business and they move to another, they start, you know, something new. It's the same thing for a passionate mountaineer. And even if they climb all their life, they will not be able to remotely cover a, a, a tiny portion of the mountains that are there in the world. Forget about the world, even Himalayas itself, because it's uh, what, 2,500 2, kilometers in length. So there are tens of thousands of mountain peaks just in Himalayas. Mm -hmm. So I think I will will keep climbing for the rest of my life until the time mountains keep keep showering its blessings on me. I'm heading down that path for the rest of my life. Okay, wishing you all the best. It is said that the best view comes after the hardest climb. So wishing you awesome (laughs) (laughs) views ahead. Yes, thank Thank you you so so much. much. Thank you. I thank Naresh Raju from the bottom of my heart for his valuable insights and taking out time for our listeners. Here are my few takeaways from this amazing conversation. First and foremost, pursue what you feel strongly from within. That might be your inner calling. You never know. Listen to your inner voice always. Secondly, knowledge becomes an experience when you start breaking your limitations, which you have set for your own self. That is when you start realizing your hidden potential. Thirdly, challenges expose you to yourself. 
Last but not the least, learn from previous experiences and prepare for next challenges. Never lose out on an opportunity to learn from the life lessons of real-time business owners on Dream 100 Show. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Dream 100 Show and now make a smart decision of taking the next step towards your dreams. We strongly believe that life is just a play. We win some, we lose some, we miss some and we mess with some. So enjoy your journey and play to the fullest. Don't forget to subscribe to Dream 100 Show and leave a review on Apple Podcast. Share your biggest takeaways with us and follow us on LinkedIn, Facebook and Instagram. This is Savita signing off and catch you soon in our next episode.